Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive-through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. I'm ready to receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Remain standing. I want you to look at a scripture for me tonight. Look at your neighbor and say, it's going to be good for us. Say, you're going to get set free from some stuff tonight. Wrong neighbor. I didn't like the way they said it. Try the other one. So you're going to get set free from some stuff tonight. See, the fact that they wouldn't shout and celebrate with you, you need to find you another neighbor. Look at somebody else and say, you're going to get set free from some stuff tonight. Yeah, for somebody in here, when you were a 16-year-old girl, you're going to be set free from that situation that happened with James. You're going to be set free tonight. Touch your neighbor. Say, everybody's going to be set free tonight. Yeah, Proverbs chapter 5, verse number 23. Proverbs means wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. And all thy getting, get wisdom and understanding. He dies for lack of what? Discipline. It's Proverbs 5, 23. And because of his great folly, he's led astray. In other words, things die when there's a lack of discipline, even things that could live and should live, including your fruit. But make this decree over your life, say in 2019, my fruit will not die because of a lack of of my own discipline in Jesus name father customize Taylor make this word for us your people over these next few moments set us free tonight from any areas that would cause us to destroy our own fruit set us free tonight from any areas that would cause there to be blockages set us free tonight from any areas in our life that would cause you to think we're not ready for what we prayed for in the name of Jesus we declare we're in a year of fruitfulness we declare we're in a year of birthing we declare that we're in a year of manifestation what we prayed for we're going to possess what we've sown for we're going to see what we believe for we're going to be home, and we thank you that it is so in Jesus' name. Give God praise before you grab a seat, church. Hallelujah.
You can be seated tonight. As you know, and I've been saying this every message because I need you to get this deep on the inside of you Wednesday. You came to church on a Wednesday, which means you came hungry. You came ready to receive. You came ready to grow. You didn't come here tonight to play games. You didn't come here tonight, watch this, because you didn't have nothing else to do. For some of you, you had to speed here after work. You had to scarf down some fast food just so you could be here tonight, which means I think that if you came hungry, you should come ready to receive. And in coming ready to receive, that means you didn't come to play. And since you didn't come to play, that means it's time to do some work. And the work we're going to do is the work of seeing you be fruitful in 2019. I came to talk to somebody where you felt like the last few years of your life you've been very barren. You haven't had a lot to show. You haven't had a lot that's been produced. I'm going to tell you those days are over because you're in a year of manifestation. Say, that's where I'm at. Y'all not saying it like you mean it. Say, that's where I'm at. The number nine, you should know by now, prophesize. It is the number of birthing. It's the number of the completion of a cycle and the number of fruitfulness. We're in week three of this series called Fruitful to give some practicality to what's been prophesied. Because what I don't want you to do is just say it and not see it. I don't just want you to believe it and not behold it. I just don't want you to think it, watch this, and not be able to see that thing in your physical possession. I need you to make this declaration over your life tonight. Say, I'm going to see it. The psalmist says, I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Sometimes you feel hopeless. Sometimes you feel discouraged. Sometimes you feel defeated because you don't think you're going to see it in this lifetime because it seems impossible. But I need you to know that you do not serve a God that specializes in doing what's possible. You serve a God that specializes in doing what's impossible. You don't serve a God that just specializes in what other people say can be done. What other people say can be done is based on what they they have experienced in their lives, but you're not going to put your box on me. The God I serve don't have boxes. The God I serve doesn't have boundaries. The God I serve doesn't have limitations. The God I serve has the ability to take nothing and turn it into something. The Jesus that I believe in has the ability to take nothing and turn it into something great. He's got the ability to step out on water and start walking on it. He can do the impossible. I need your faith to be stirred in here tonight because you've been listening to some people on your job and they didn't mess up your faith. You've been listening to some of your crazy family members and they didn't mess up your faith. You've been listening to YouTube and it's didn't mess up your faith. You need to shake your neighbor and say, this ain't 2018, baby. This ain't. This is not last year. This is something new. Behold, I will do a new thing. Hold a new thing. God ain't trying to repeat himself. He wants to do something fresh, something new, which means you got to let go of what you knew. Let go, watch this, of your attitude. Watch this, let go of your doubt. Let go of your frustration. Let go of what folk did to you. You ain't got time for that. This morning, as I, I got up this morning, I had an early start on my Wednesday. No, my Wednesday start later. I had an early start day. As I got up this morning, I, 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 was, I was a little angry. And I don't like waking up mad. That means somebody going to get it. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm being funny. But uh, I, I woke up mad, and, and I said, what am I mad about? And it's only a couple minutes. And the Lord said, son, I need you to be angry. Watch this. I only shout with me if, if this applies to you. He said, I need you to be angry at the amount of time you've spent, watch this, on people who are no longer present. <laughs> Shut up. You're not talking to me. 
you're still angry about somebody that ain't even in your life no more. You're still crying about folk that ain't even in your life no more. You're wasting your energy on what was so you can't possess what is. I'm going to need you to let that go. You spend half your day thinking about folk ain't even thinking about you. He said, son, I watch this. He said, son, I made you that way. So this morning, you watch this. You would not spend any time in yesterday. You wouldn't spend any time in yesteryear, but you'd have the ability to move at the speed of God. I need to prophesy to somebody tonight. God says, you're going to have to learn how to make quick, fast, in a hurry decisions. And you don't have time to sit there and ruminate and think about it and all that. God says, you're going to have to move quickly. But you can't move quickly in now if you're stuck in what was. Watch this, watch this. Say nine prophesies. So, so, but I don't just want you to be spiritual with it. I want you to be practical with it. And we learned on Sunday, I issued a challenge to us not to destroy our own fruit because we lacked discipline. Fruitfulness requires three disciplines. You remember them? Pursuit of the kingdom, persistent purging of pride, praying about everything always. You don't remember them, so we're going to say them again. Pursuit of the kingdom, number two. Persistent purging of pride. Why is it persistent? Because pride is a, is, is a sneaky, sneaky, I was going to say something. It's sneaky. Sneaky. Somebody say sneaky. It's deceptive. It's so deceptive that the original son of God, Adam, got deceived and didn't know it. Okay? So it's got to be persistent. Because it ain't just saying it on Sunday. I lose pride in Jesus' name. It'll come back Sunday at about 1.30. Number three is praying about everything always. Now, our disciplines Wednesday are what we consistently do. Say consistently. When you do consistently what others do occasionally, you will live a life they can't. If you live like no one else Wednesday, catch this, you'll be able to live like no one else. Stop competing with average. That's not your thing. Mm-hmm. That's not your thing. Stop worrying about what rules apply to the group and realize that when you're called to lead, you got a different set of rules in which apply to you. Can I get in somebody's business? Because you've been angry that, watch this, other people are seemingly living sloppy, doing crazy, and all of that, and it looks like they're getting away with it. That's because they are operating by a different set of rules than you because when you're called to lead, you're not governed by the same rules of those that follow. So what your issue is, is that you've been putting yourself in a group and God says, I didn't put you in it. I put you in front of it. Since I put you in front of it, I need you to not be comfortable when I hold you accountable for something I don't hold them accountable for. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, 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 so our disciplines are what we do consistently and our disciplines, watch this, determine our destinations. There's a word I really don't like that a lot of church people use. I'm going to ask y'all to stop using it. Okay, I'm going to need you to stop using it. Say destiny. I hate that word. I, okay, don't say hate, Bishop. I strongly dislike, disapprove, can't stand that old busted word, <laughs> destiny. You know why? Destiny implies destination. I can see y'all now. My eyes are good now. It implies destination. Destination means I'm done. And this is the issue many people have, is they pull out of the car and say, I'm here. And God says, no, that was just the next stop in the journey. You have not arrived. 
You ever met somebody that thought they had arrived because they were so full of themselves, so full of this, and I'm this, and I'm that, and you're looking and saying, let me move on. Disciplines determine your destinations. You can only go to, to the places, to the things, to the ideas to which you're disciplined to get to. Your disciplines determine your destination. Talent doesn't determine that. Do you know the people that you look at and say, oh, look at them, look at them, look at them, look at them. Uh, most times, that's not because of talent. Have you heard modern American music? <laughs> talent. That's a computer program. It's right over there. We can make you sound like anybody. Just give you the look, package you real nice. Put you in the computer. And you sell a million records. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, check this out. Say discipline. Disciplined people are willing to do what undisciplined people are not. Disciplined people, watch this, don't consider what they're disciplined to as an option. Uh-oh, it's, it, it it's, it's, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet. Disciplines, watch this, in fact, are a form of repentance. Repentance is a word we use in church. Say repent. Most folk, if you grew up in church, you thought repentance means, Lord, I apologize. Believe me, I do. I apologize. Honest and true. I know I was wrong, so I sang you this song. Repentance is not apologizing. Repentance is this Hebrew word, teshuvah. Say it with me. Teshuvah. Say it again. That's where they get Tesla from. I'm just joking. I'm just playing. <laughs> Some of you are like, whoa, that's deep, Bishop. That's deep, Bishop. <laughs> teshuvah. Here's what it means. It means, it literally means to change direction. Here's repentance. Lord, I was doing things my way. Because they told me they liked it my way. But repentance says, I got to do it your way. Lord, I was going to go cuss them out. They needed it. Repentance says, let's go pray. It's quiet in here. I wish I had some honest folk in here on Wednesday. Say, repent. Jesus' message was repent, turn around, change directions. Can I take it further? Say repent. repent. Repentance then, watch this, repent. Pent means the top, the primary. Repent, get back to the top. He said, watch this, life has beaten you down so that sometimes you act like what you've been through. Sometimes you take on the spirit of your circumstances. So because your circumstances are negative, you become negative. Because your circumstances are difficult, you become difficult. Because your circumstances are, are worrisome, you become worrisome. So repent literally means it means to get back to the top. I need you to make this declaration over your own self. Say, I'm going to the top this year. That ain't how you say it if you mean it. Say, I'm going all the way up this year. Yep. Started from the bottom, but baby, in 2019, they're going to see me at the top. That's why you got so much resistance now, because they recognize something you don't recognize about yourself. What is it that Satan has figured out about you that you have not yet figured out about yourself? Maybe you ain't so jacked up. Maybe you're not so broke down. Maybe there's something incredible about you. You ain't figured out yet. Ooh, but I think there's some people in here tonight that say, I'm going 
all the way. Repent. Get back to the top. But, but, but here's something deeper. Say, say, take me deeper, Bishop. It, 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 it is. It is not just getting back to the top. It's not just changing directions. Here's what it means. Repent means change your mind about it. Here's what we often do. We change fruit. We don't change root. So what happens is we're doing the right things, but we can only do that for so long because we're not thinking the right thoughts. See, so, so you're like, look at what I'm doing. God, it's been two months. God is like, but you still think like that, though. You still think like a victim. You still think everybody got an attitude with you when you the one got an attitude with everybody. You still think that the folk owe you something. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You still think that, uh, uh, that they going to run back into your life after all these years, not realizing I was trying to set you free so you can move on. Y'all not talking to me. You, keep, you, you, you need to change your mind. Lay your hands on your head and say, change your mind. That's what repent means. It means change your thoughts about it. Because if you change your thoughts, you'll change your fruit automatically. Here's what many of us learn to do. Let's do right things, but let's not think right thoughts. So I'm going to do it so I look like I'm visually compliant. Let me do the right things. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do the right things, but I don't think the right thoughts. So because I don't think the right thoughts, watch this. When I get offended, when I get mad, when I get angry, now all of a sudden the real me comes out. Because what I was doing wasn't who I was. Y'all know what I said. I was doing the right things, but I wasn't thinking the right thoughts. And so really when we look at this church, when we look at repentance, repentance says, I need you to change your mind. I need you to stop thinking you're broke down. No, you're on your way up. I need you to stop thinking that you're a victim. No, you're a victor. I need you to stop thinking that you were conquered. No, you're more than a conqueror. Just because you took one L doesn't mean that you're a loser. That just means you had one L. I need you to change your mind. I need you to realize God is for you. He's not against you. I need you to realize all things are working together for the good of them that love them according to his purpose. I need you to realize if you don't change your thoughts, you're not going to change your fruit. This happens in relationships. It happens in friendships. I need you to do this. Okay, and you do it for two months and stop. It's because you never actually understood the why behind the what. So you could not change your thoughts, so you could not change your fruit. Discipline is a form of repentance. I'm going to the top. I'm changing directions, and I'm changing how I think. Think about it. Think about it. Touch the name and say, think about it. Have you ever sat up and asked yourself why you think that? Or do you just think it? I'm going to need all of y'all who always feel in some type of way to realize that ain't the rest of our problem. Ooh, I don't like your silence right there. I, I do not like your silence right there. I'm going to need y'all who always, I'm feeling some type of way. That ain't my issue, baby. Baby. Touch your neighbor say, that's not my issue. Maybe you need to say, why am I thinking like this? Maybe every time I get close to something that's real, my emotions push me back because I got trust issues. I'm going to need you to realize that God says, I need you to not get stuck in old toxic thoughts. The Bible says, faith works by love. Works is this Greek word, energeo. 
purpose means it's fueled by love. Check this out. Faith. We, we, I talked to you on faith. Faith takes something from the uh, invisible, brings it to the visible. Takes something from the supernatural, brings it into the natural. Y'all still here? I'm going to teach you in a minute. I'll just give you an introduction. So check this out. If faith works by love, say it works by love. Then what's the only way to stop faith? To be offended. You missed it. Faith works by love. It's energized by love. So what do you need to mess you up? I'm going to shout myself. What do you need to mess you up when you're about to use faith? People problems. You need offense. Y'all not talking to me? Some of you won't even look at your neighbor because you halfway low-key offended. Look at him anyhow and say, you're going to love me tonight. That's what you're going to do. You're going to love me tonight. That's what you're going to do. Because everybody on this road is getting set free from some stuff tonight. Everybody on this road is going to be paid back for what our worst enemy did to us. But for everybody on this road, yeah, yeah. All right. So I, so I got this thing. You ain't for messing with me. Touch the neighbor and say, ain't nobody got time for that in 2019. Now, I need to say something, and I'm going to need y'all to just go on in here with me. To, can I go? I'm living my best life. I am not going back and forth with you saints. Smile, church. I'm not. You don't like me? Okay. That's the attitudes you need to have this year. If somebody call you, but I don't know if I want to be your friend. Oh, I'll make it easy for you. You ain't no more. I'm going to make this easy. I'm going to make this easy because I'm not going back and forth with you. Faith works by love and you're not going to get me offended. Smile, church. <laughs> so, disciplines are really repentance. Matthew 3 8. Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. So, here's the real question in these three areas of discipline. What's the first one? Pursuit of the kingdom. Second one, persistent purging of pride. Talk, praying about everything always. Let's do them again one more time. Pursuit of the kingdom. I made them start with peace so you can remember. Two, persistent purging of pride. Three, praying about everything always. Here's the real question to find out whether or not you're bearing fruit with repentance. Got it? You ready? Are you milk or wine? Here's milk. Say, I'm fruitful. Milk ain't fruit. That's a very basic thing. I know, right? Milk, watch this, over time, see some of y'all trying to figure out where did we go wrong? They were milk. <laughs> shut up. You're not talking to me. Shut up. I don't mean literally shut up. It's a new form of speech that I'm incorporating now because I heard it and I really liked it. I really like it. Because on the slide, you can really be saying shut up but not saying shut up. I love it. <laughs> okay, I'll mix it up and talk sometimes as they talk. But watch this, watch this, watch this. Is it milk? Because here's what milk does over time. It spoils. 
Most Americans consume, I, I can't say that. Uh, no, no, there's actual laws about this. I can't say this and they don't want none. They don't want, they don't want none. All my Chicago saints are like, yes, you can, Bishop. She like, South Side, come on, Bishop. High Park, Bishop. <laughs> Touch your name and say, have fun in church. If you can't talk back to the pastor, what kind of church is that? This is an interactive church. Watch. Milk spoils over time. Got it? It stinks. When it's been, watch this. When it's been there too long. Woo. And the issue ain't where it's been. The issue is it can't last. Some of y'all keep saying, that's why I need, that's why I need to move. No, baby, you're going to go with you. The issue is not what holds the milk. The issue is the milk don't have the ability to last. Man, I think there's some people in here tonight that are going to say, God, make me like the Energizer Bunny. I just want to keep going and go. I need to learn how to last. Quitting all the time because it's difficult. Giving up all the time because it's, I'm going to need to break that spirit of the runner. I come against that spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. You ain't going to keep running just because stuff gets difficult. You ain't stuff gets tiresome. Somebody say, no more running. It says, are you milk? See, when you're milk, you think it's the cereal's fault. Yeah? Like, this cereal just, just won't receive me. No, you stink. You're lumpy. It says, expires by. Best when used by. Okay, can I go deeper? Some folk get mad because when you had an opportunity to be poured out and used, you wouldn't be used, so now you stink. You sat when you should have served, and so now... You stink. This is Wednesday. I thought you came to grow. Or are you wine? Huh. Say wine. Wine is made from bass fruit. Wine gets better over time. So for everybody who feels like, ooh, my life is over, baby, no, it ain't. You just been getting your fine together. Y'all not talking. You just been getting your refine together. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm in the best days of my life starting this year, starting this year. Touch somebody else and say, this is your wine year. This is your wine year. You know what wine represents in scripture? It represents joy. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. This is my wine year. It is, it's, it's, it's joy. Coming to America, he said, I'm very happy to be here. Come on here. Watch. When your disciplines, here it is, here's where the rubber meets the road. Are you milk or are you wine? 
when it comes to purging pride, are you milk? Well, you do it at church. And then as soon as you get out the building, pride be like. (laughs) When it comes to pursuit of the kingdom, do you start good? I love God so much. No, let me just tell you, he's made a way out of no way. He's opened doors no man can shut. He's a way maker, miracle worker. (laughs) Believe me, he is. (laughs) And then, come March, you've been to church? Man. Shoo. (laughs) Devil been busy, man. With you, he's not omnipresent. I'm just trying to figure out why out of all the things in the world he could do, he came and messed with your cardinal. Maybe if the church stopped giving the devil so much credit, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I thought this was his church, not the devil's church. That's your neighbor say, enough with that devil talk. You, you talk too much about an enemy, you say it's defeated. Stop talking about the devil this and the devil that and the devil this. No, Jesus this and Jesus that and Jesus. I thought he was the king. You take away the devil from most church folks, they ain't got nothing to talk about. Everything is the devil. The devil came to me in my dream. And he had a red mask on. This is clean, right? All right. I knew, I know, I know. Watch. I'm almost done. When it comes to praying about everything always, are you milk or wine? Do you start out praying? Lord, do it. Lord, do it. Lord, I need you to move. I give you glory. Come on, let's go Baptist real quick. All the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Three amens. Amen, amen, and amen. We love Baptists. We love everybody. We're harvest. Say everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. Which are you? Can we go deeper? In friendships. Which are you? I had this rule where I don't make decisions about people until I've known them for 90 days. Because the first 90 days, we're going to get into this relationship revolution. That's February series. Oh, it's going to be incredible. It really is. So I had this rule, and it's biblical. The first 90 days when you meet friend, romantic, whatever, you literally, you literally, you're literally, your mind literally doesn't process things properly. So you don't see what's right in front of you. Give me, give me a weapon. All right. Now, <laughs> this is harvest, you hear me? <laughs> you don't want none, don't mess with none of us. Touch your neighbor, say they don't want none, they don't want none. 
If they mess with one of us, baby, they mess with all of us. You don't want more. Praise him. Now, when, when, no, listen, listen, everything's okay. Relax, okay? Some of y'all are like, whoa, this is super real, church. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get for real saved tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just making it a, just, come on. It's all right. Just, come on. This is America. Now, in the first 90 days, you literally, they can have this in hand. By the way, this is the appropriate way to hold it. See how my finger's there? Take the class before you go buy it. We don't need you having accidents at the range. Come on here. Watch. They will have this in their hand. Come here. And it's, and it's day 30. Oh, you're just so incredible, man. Man, we're like bros, man. No, like, man, like ain't nobody ever else said that, man. Man, I be telling you, people don't even understand what I'm saying. He got it in his hand. But in the first 90 days, watch this. You so focused on what you want it to be, you can't see what it really is. You're not talking. So, so, so check this out. In friendships, relationships, you know where most of us make permanent decisions? Right there in 90 days. And so then, a year, two, three, four, five, six years down the road, when it goes south, then we're like, I don't know what happened. I know. In the first 90 days, you did not pay attention to what was right in front of you because you were so focused on what you wanted it to be. You couldn't pay attention to what it really was. Amen. Let's go deeper. In friendships, are you milk or are you wine? Let me ask you something. Married folks, are you milk or wine? Come on here. Come on here. Y'all better declare. Come on, say it. <laughs> no, wait a minute, Bishop. I am a wine. The expensive one. The one they got to go get the manager's key to open from the back. Huh? Lay your hands on your neighbor's shoulder and say, you're wine, you're wine, you're wine. You are God's best. You are God's choice. And can we go deeper for a minute? You know how they make wine? They crush grapes. Can you thank God for everything that crushed you, for everything that beat you down? Because he was making something good out of you. Here it is. Are you milk? Are you wine? In these, I want to give you some examples with my props and we're done. In pursuit of the kingdom, we talked about this in Sunday's message. And, uh, and, and so go back and look at Sunday's message. Don't destroy your own fruit. Say pursuit of the kingdom. There's these five T's. Yes, I'm talking about them again. And I'm going to put the infographic on the screen again. And for all my millennials, I need you to take a picture, screenshot. And for my Gen Xers, before the millennials, or, yes, before the millennials, I need my millennials to help the Gen Xers to figure out how to do the screenshot. <laughs> she said, no. She got it figured out. All right? So I want you to screenshot this so that you can see it. Bishop, will the church print them? No. Screenshot it. Time. Say faithful church attendance. Are you milk or wine? When, when, when you get stressed out, you're like, I ain't going today. Or are you disciplined to say, I don't miss? Not just because I'm a pastor, but, but since I started going to church, I have never missed church. And, and, and before I was a pastor, before I was a bishop, because I just said, okay, this is what the Bible says to do. This is what I'm going to do. 
which means I plan my life around church. I don't fit church into my life. So if they say, oh, the meeting's on Wednesday, oh, I can't do that. Oh, that's the only time we can do it. Well, then I can't be part. I, that's really unfortunate. Well, little Timmy's got volleyball practice. Well, well, it ain't, well, it ain't going to be on Wednesday. Oh, well, Timmy, Tim, you ain't in volleyball this year. We puts God first in this house. As for me and my house, we so serve the Lord. So you need to play something else where they don't have it on Wednesdays. But you know what American culture says? Oh, I'm just going to take my kids. I want my kids to be so involved. And your kids are distracted. You've taught them the art, watch this, of reward without performance. Because at the end of the season, everybody gets awards and everybody didn't win. That teaches it. You say, it's good for self-esteem. No, it's not. It's good for vacant self-esteem. Okay, let me leave it alone. Let's go back. Let's go back. Treasure, faithfully giving. Like tithing should not be an option. Right? Faithfully giving should be an option when you're disciplined. But are you milk or are you wine? Do you start out good? And then, you know, when you get a couple bills, you kind of go on to that milk side. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Say I'm wine. Next one. Talent. Serving in church. Do you serve? Do you serve? Okay. You got gifts. You got talents. You got skills. You build. Do you use them to build God's church? Or are you trying to build your brand? He won't get behind what you're doing because you won't get behind what he's doing. When God is first, you'll never be last. When he's last, you'll never be first. Thirst. Doing praise, prayer, prayer, praise, and worship. Those are times for us to go in. Somebody say, let's go in. Let's go in. Those are times for us not just to sit and look at them. Those are the, I don't have to know the word. I'm going to move. Listen, let me prove to you. You have been somewhere and caught yourself dancing? Like, you know, they had the music playing, and you just, you just Wait. So don't give me that stuff. And when you come into church, that's not my personality. Now you ain't got to dance like your neighbor. Just bust out a Carlton. Here's my point. <laughs> Here's my point. Touch the neighbor. Say that's our time to glorify Jesus. Has he been good to anybody? Has he made ways for anybody? Has he healed anybody? Well, if you'd shout for the Broncos, for the Nuggets, for the Rockies, can we give Jesus great praise because he's a great God? Yeah. All right, next one, next one, next one, real quick. No quick because I'm going to wrap up. Thirst, that's prayer, praise, and worship. Testimony, do you invite people to church? Do you invite people to church? Okay, all the time. I got an all the time. I got one. Can I get two? Can I get two? Can I get three? Can I get three? Yeah, I got three. Can I get four? Four? Can I get four? Four? Got to invite people to church. And, don't, and here's what the thing. You may say, well, Bishop, they don't come. You don't know that because with this digital stuff, you don't know who watches. You don't know who listens to the podcast. I was talking to a guy uh, two weeks ago. He had me with me. I was talking to a guy in the U.K. He says, oh, Bishop, I've been watching. I've been over, over, over across the seas. I know, across the pond. I changed it. And you hear what I'm saying? So don't think that it doesn't work. So here's, 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 here's wine when it comes to those. Put them back up. See, see my magnifying glass? So here's wine. Here's my discipline. I'm magnifying what's important to Jesus and making it important to me. You got that? All right, here's the next area. Here's the next area. We're just about done. Persistent purging of pride. 
I said this to you on Sunday. Pride dishonors. It acts foolish. It uses absolutes without being resolute. It lacks gratitude. It complains. It's stubborn. It's stiff-necked. And pride shows in our actions, but it comes from our hearts. Can we go deeper? Pride has created the majority of your loss. How do you know? Proverbs 16, 18. Pride comes before falls, affliction, breach, breaking, bruises, crashing, hurt, unnecessary loss. Here's what pride really is. Pride is a mask. Can I talk to this? For shame. <laughs> pride, pride, <laughs> pride is a mask for shame. So you didn't do a good job and get prideful with your boss when they check you. I know it. Uh, he said it again. So you didn't do a good job and get mad when your boss when they check you. Adam did this. God was like, Adam, what's going on? Huh? What's that, Lord? Adam, where you been? Huh? You know they're about to lie when they say, huh? He says, Adam, where have you been? Did you eat from the tree I said not to? And if you were here several Wednesdays ago, you know what really happened. You know what Adam does? Huh? The woman you gave me. This ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. I need this whole section to get saved. Now I know why the light was that way. I need this whole section. Deliverance is yours tonight. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Pride blames. So pride has to live a life that's lame. That's it. No, I know. I know. I know. That's on the new album too. Pride. <laughs> pride gotta have fun in church. Pride blames. And can I go deeper? Pride isn't just with God. It's with people. Second Chronicles 36, 12. I'm going to show you a scripture. We're going to get to this last point. We're done. Are you learning tonight, Wednesday? Yes. Somebody say, I'm getting set free tonight. How am I getting set free? And you shall know the truth, and it shall be with you. Right. Okay. Second Chronicles 36, 12. Watch this. He did evil. Uh, he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord his God. He did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, who spoke from the mouth of the Lord. All right, come on, come on, let's go. Second Chronicles 36, 12. Say, he did evil in the sight of the Lord. Here's what he did. He thought, well, I can treat people any kind of way as long as I did good by God. Let's go deeper. He said, I can treat my leader any old kind of way as long as I did right by God. Can we go deeper? I can treat my wife any kind of way, my husband any kind of way, my friend any kind of way. I can treat to heck with these people. As long as things are right with me and you. And God says, it ain't right with me and you if you did wrong by them. Did you catch that, church? So pride, watch this. We're, uh, um, if we're to be honest, how many of us on Sunday, after we prayed the prayer for the Lord to reveal areas of pride, you started seeing some areas of pride. You started seeing some areas of pride. Good. Right, good. Okay. And here's the deal. And when you see it, you got to purge it. How do I purge it, Bishop? One, you repent for it. 
remember, change directions, change my mind, get back to the top. But then here's the thing. Then I need to realize that's an area I'm susceptible to getting prideful. So I have a high propensity to get prideful in that area. So I need to check myself. Come on here. Before I wreck myself. Got it? Because if you wreck in 2019, can I tell you who it won't be? The devil. If you wreck in 2019, it won't be anybody outside of the person sitting in your seat right now. Say, I got to purge pride. Got to purge it. Got to purge it. Got to purge it. Because pride, pride puts chains on you. And the thing about having chains on you is because you can move certain parts, you don't realize you're chained in others. So you're like, well, well, I, I'm still doing good financially, sure, but none of your relationships are good. You're doing good relationally, but your finances are busted, right? God says he wants you to be shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all as well. Say, I'm bearing fruit in 2019. Okay, all right, and here's the last thing we talked about when we look at uh, praying about everything always. We looked at this on Sunday. Say, prayer is a privilege, not a right. Prayer is like a key. That opens up, watch this, what's already yours. You missed it. Say it's a key. It opens up, and it's a nice key too. It opens up what's yours. But without it, you won't be able to access, watch this, what's yours. You missed it. Everything with God is yes and amen. Somebody say yes. Yes. And amen. Well, how do we access what's yes and amen? How do I ac- access what's already done through prayer? Say it's the key. Say it's the holy key. But if I don't use it, that's me. He's ready, though. But if you don't use it, you will sit up and say, God, why is my life the way it is? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? What's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? And God will say, you didn't use your key. You, you sat there and you never used your key. You had access to everything you needed, but you watched this. You were so busy talking to your friends. Come on, let's close. You were so busy calling everybody else. You were so busy calling Tyrone and everybody else. Y'all not talking. You were so busy gossiping. You were so busy dealing with other people. You were so busy on the internet. You were so busy on Facebook. So busy on social. You were so busy talking to everybody else except the one that had the power to unlock what you're looking for. And I'm going to need you to understand in this year, somebody shout, Lord, give me a passion for prayer. Say it like you mean it. Say, give me a passion for prayer. When I wake up, I'm praying. When I'm getting dressed, I'm praying. When I'm in the shower, I'm praying. When I'm driving, I'm praying. When I'm at my desk, I'm praying. When I'm at lunch, I'm praying. When somebody say all day about everything. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. And at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives 
to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.